What's up, guys? My name's Adam Gusky, and you're listening to the Mad Awareness Podcast. Today we got Babedo Yewa on the line. He was a two-time national champ for UW Lacrosse, which is a Division three school where I went, um, and a three-time national finalist. Very, He's a very good wrestler, obviously. In 2015, he was a world team member for his home country, Cameroon, and he currently coaches at Davenport University in Michigan, which is a D2 school. So we had a great conversation. He obviously knows a lot about wrestling. He was a very high-level wrestler competed at pretty much every level so with no further ado let's get it rolling what's up guys we're here with Bebeto Yewa how are we doing today man I'm doing good man can't complain so just this uh coronavirus thing this thing needs to end oh yeah I totally agree how has it like changed your life and just like your daily routine since it since it happened uh, my daily routine, well, I'm, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm a coach at Davenport University. It's a D2 school over here. Uh, so it's, it's a little challenging as far as like uh, recruiting and stuff. So oh, yeah. uh, especially us, we have a uh, women's program actually opening up, starting for the first time this fall. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be in the fall anymore, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's very challenging in that aspect, but. A lot of phone calls, a lot of virtual meetings and stuff like this. So, yeah, I mean, nothing that we can't get over. So, because everyone else is going through it. Yeah, so, yeah. So you guys are a D two school in Michigan, um, mm-hmm. and you said the the men's program just started a couple of years ago. Well, the men pro yeah, I think it was twenty fifteen was the first year, and uh, they just because before you get into the NCA, you have to uh, sit out for two years because they started NAIA. And then they okay. had to sit out for two years without an end uh, tournament. So there was no NCAA tournament or JUCO tournament for them. Uh, oh. So that that's just the rules when you get into NCAA. Okay. And last year was the very first time that they had a postseason. So, yeah, so, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. When you go from, like, a just an all-men's program, what are, like, the major changes when you're – putting a women's team on board as well what are the major changes yeah like do you guys hire like a a couple new coaches and stuff or yeah we're we're definitely looking to we're still i mean this corona stuff kind (laughs) of backtracked us a little bit uh we're uh uh, hoping to get a a women's uh coach up on board uh but obviously with we're talking a couple of the girls and uh it's going to be hard because some of them are trying to finish the Olympic cycle. So, I mean, most of them are probably going to wait till next year before they decide on if they want to move on with us or or not. So it's that kind of sucks, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I just imagine it's like probably doubles like the work you have to do in terms of like recruiting and stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I bet that's a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's not. It's not fun, but it's <laughs> challenging. But it's uh, it's not. It's yeah. not impossible. So yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. So you were originally born in uh, Cameroon. Yeah. And you were there until the age of ten. What was life like? What is life like there? Uh, 
I mean, life in Cameroon was, it was, it was good, you know? Uh, I mean, there's, can't sit here and tell you there's no challenging stuff, you know, but, uh, uh, I mean, some of the things that I quite, cause I was really young. Uh, some of the things that I quite remember was, uh, I remember every summer we used to go out and, uh, cause I, I, I live, my, my dad was a Marine engineer. Okay. Uh, so he would go out and at sea for like months and then come back. And, uh, so after, after, uh, about, I don't know how old I was at the time, uh, we have an, we had an uncle that lived here for quite a while. He was a professor actually at Albion university. Uh, so he told my dad to, uh, come over and, and uh, he decided to because of us, because of, you know, there's really no opportunities over there when you, you're older, right. Okay. Uh, as far as like <clears throat> corruption and stuff like that. So yeah, this, I don't want to talk ill about the country, you know, but yeah, that's, that's where I was born. So I can't really speak in that way, but yeah, I mean, that's why my, we moved over. So yeah. What was like, I, yeah. So no, I mean, my dad came here for about, uh, two years or three years or so. And then we came along after. Okay. Cool. Yep. What were like the biggest challenges growing up, I guess? The biggest challenges growing up, where? In, in Cameroon. In Cameroon? Yeah. Or like, what were the biggest differences? Between here and there? Yeah. Uh, biggest differences, like I said, the opportunities, right? There's really no opportunities over there. Obviously I was younger, but I, I had the chance to go back a couple of years ago and I, I, I saw it, you know, things are, yeah, and we my dad made the right decision. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So you guys, then you end up in Michigan. Um, is it just kind of like your dad got a new job and you guys ended up there? Like, what was the process like of just like moving to a totally different country? Uh, no, I mean he that was a plan all along for us to come over and and go to school here and grow up here. So, uh, uh, so we came over and. I I don't know too much of the details. I don't I don't know too much of that. Uh, I didn't get to talk to my dad about it because I was young at the time. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. No. I mean. It was. It was good getting here. Transition was good, you know, because over there in Cameroon, it's actually a bilingual country. We it's French and English speaking country. So I was lucky enough to, to go to English side of country over there. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that helped over here. Yeah. Not, that's now not coming here and like having to learn a new language. <laughs> yeah. That I talked suck. to Nazar Kolchiski and he's from mm -hmm. Ukraine and he talked about how he thought his English was really good, like coming here. And then when yeah. he got here, he pretty much, it was really yeah. struggled to learn it and stuff. That's, that's true. You know what though? I will say one thing when I first got here, uh, I like the, the, the way we speak English over in Cameroon, it's kind of, because Cameroon was colonized by England and France. That's why okay. there's two English speaking countries over. I mean, uh, languages over. Uh, <clears throat> so when I got here, the way we speak, actually, it's more like Great Britain English. So okay. like we pronounce everything. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. here, when I first got here and I got to school and and the teacher said something and was like, I was like, hold on, can you repeat that again? It was like, almost like, it's, it feels like someone had, like she put water in her mouth and like was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how it came off as in my, in my ears. So okay. yeah. It, it just took some time to adjust, but yeah. Yeah, just like those little nuances and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good stuff. Man. So then you go to um, JW Sexton High School, and you don't start wrestling until your junior year. Yeah. Uh, so, um. So, like, what do you do? Like, what were you into? What were your hobbies and your favorite sports before starting wrestling? Man, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, my name Babeto is uh, is actually my dad named me after famous Brazilian soccer player. Okay. So I got a Brazilian name actually. My first name is Brazilian. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, he won the World Cup back in before I was born. I think it was '88 or something, because I was born in '89. Uh, so that was soccer was my thing. You know, I loved it. I still do. You know, I, I watch it all the time. Uh, so uh, that's what I did when I when we first got here, and then when I got to high school, and that's what I was doing. And uh, I don't know. It, it just it just seemed like when we got here, the passion here for soccer wasn't the same, right? As how it is over there, or even in Europe, because Europe it's huge. That's like the NBA or the NFL, right? Uh, soccer is uh so i mean i decided to uh i mean first off i had a lot of teammates that didn't really they didn't really enjoy it right it was it was more of a i i was i i i'm the kind of person that like if if i i want i want things to succeed whatever i do right i want it to work right yeah. i want it to work and and when some people don't do it, they do 80% or like 50%. It's it's kind of annoying, right? So I don't mean to seem like a... <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like that's how a lot of um, successful high-level wrestlers are, though, yeah. and just successful yeah. people. I mean, yeah. it's understandable. So, well, going back to the story, so, uh, I, uh, so I decided I, I, I wanted to try everything. Uh, cause I've never did track before. I never did, you know, football, never did. I actually tried track. I did, I did pole vault, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I did cross country. I did pole vault. I did, uh, tennis. I, uh, played football as well, actually. So I, so I played soccer for, no, yeah, three years, no, two years. So I did, uh, freshman, sophomore year and, uh, and then my junior year, I uh, did football as well. Okay. And then I, I decided to stop football to concentrate on wrestling my senior year. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, that's that's what that's what happened. So. Were you pretty good at soccer, like growing up? Yeah, I was. I I, I thought I was. I was the Ronaldinho or like, you know, I don't know if you know Ronaldinho. He's like the, you know, Messi. I'm sure you've heard yeah. of Messi, Ronaldo. But Ronaldinho back in the days was the guy. Okay. Right? Yeah. He actually mentored Messi. So in Barcelona. So, 
Okay. Sorry, I'm talking. I'm speaking soccer talk here. Sorry. Hey, I'm learning. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh, I uh, I played a lot of soccer, and I mean, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed it a lot. But I wanted to, I wanted to give I my myself opportunities to go to college, right? And uh, so I I figured I'd try every sport. So and I and it's a crazy story, but my sophomore year, uh, I had, uh, they had, uh, coach McFadden. He, he passed away. He was an older coach over, he's like the grandfather for Lansing Sexton for all sports. Uh, he actually used to open up the weight room for me. So I would like go lift in there and and uh, I, I loved lifting. Before I even started wrestling, I lifted a lot. We used to have competitions, actually, between, like, guys on in, at school, right? So we yeah. just lift a lot. Uh, so uh, his grandson actually wrestled. So one day, I don't know how, what happened. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, so I somehow got into the wrestling uh, preseason practice on my sophomore year. Okay. And, uh, and they started putting us through workouts and I was like, uh, ah, this is, and, and I saw pictures and like people in tights and I was like, uh, uh, yeah, I, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting out of here. So I had never, I never went back. So my sophomore year, I was actually introduced to it and I, I was just like, nah, this is nah. This is not good. I don't. I, I don't like it. So I I walked out. Uh, or after practice, I just left and I never came back. So uh, uh, fortunately, uh, I I love breakdancing as well. Actually, uh, oh. I I've I've loved. I when I grew up, I I loved watching like Michael J uh, Jackson. I used to watch Michael Jackson videos when I was younger. <laughs> like when I was back in Cameroon, like that, TV, that's, that's all I did. Uh, so uh, I started getting into breakdancing middle school and over here in high school. I, I was still, you know, dancing, you know, uh, and uh, I met this guy, actually. He was a monk guy from my high school. His name was Pao Thao. Uh, Pao was good. <laughs> say the least the guy was good like we we used to have this these battles during lunchtime and just man it was a yeah so uh and then one time he just kind of ran up to the wall and flipped and then landed and kept dancing like doing a windmill so i was like wow this guy's this guy's good so i asked him like how do you what you what do you learn all this you know how do you have confidence to do all this and he was like, oh, well, I'm on a wrestling team, so I practice there all the time. So I was like, oh, cool. can you teach me? He's like, yeah, if you come up to the uh, practice. So this is like before our season started, Okay. Uh, my junior year. So I was like, all right. So I, I, I went along, and uh, right before practice, it was preseason practice, and, uh, and I were there working, I mean, just kind of, trying flips and like doing cartwheels, all these tumbling stuff. And, uh, and the coach actually, uh, coach Howard, Jeffrey Howard, 
he's an assistant coach over at uh, Sexton. Great guy. Uh, probably one of my best friends right now, actually. Uh, so uh, he came up to me. He was like, hey, man, uh, you can't be in here unless you, uh, I mean, you can't be in here unless you're on the team. Like, you got to get out. Hey, you can't, you guys can't keep coming in here because th- that wasn't the first time. That was probably like the, you know, like the, throughout the week, I've, I showed up probably like twice or three times. <laughs> just to break like, dance. I, yeah, just to break dance. Just That's to awesome. Flip and tumble because the mats are soft. You, you know, you have a lot more confidence, right? Yeah. <laughs> Rather than the concrete. So, uh, I, uh, so as soon as he said that, I was like, I, I guess I'm joining the team. <laughs> so yeah so that's how that yeah that's how I, I i joined the team and for wrestling my nice. junior year yeah so what were like what was your first like reaction of like the first month of doing it i loved it okay yeah i loved it because it was you know it was uh it was it was tough you know i, I like i said i i love working out already right so that that was right around my alley and uh yeah i was I, I think i won most of my matches due to my strength that's 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 about yeah so you said you kind of started you were always into lifting like even before wrestling how mm-hmm. did you get into like lifting weights well uh i think my my older brother used to do it a lot and uh he had a bench thing in a in a, in our backyard at at home Okay. I don't know why he got into it. I I think he wanted to do football, so I and I just started doing it with him. And nice. Yeah, that's just what happened. I was just curious because mm-hmm. like, I was I was like the opposite about lifting weights. I I did it just because like I had to with the wrestling yeah. team when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. sure that helped a lot though. Oh, it does. It does. I mean, definitely in a higher level, especially in high school. If you're in high school and you lift, yeah, that's that'll propel you a lot. So, yeah, you know. So you finished that junior year, twenty four and twelve, which is like a really good year for someone that just started wrestling that year. Yeah. Um, and then the next year, your senior year, you take second at state. I guess like, what are the biggest um things you did over the summer and off season and stuff that helped you make those jumps? Uh, a lot of workout. I mean, it's it's not just me, you know. I mean every everyone that's successful it's not just the person right because there's a lot of people that help me out there's uh coach shane tisdale actually he's uh and Corey tripp you know rashad howard they helped me out a lot and uh they brought me to a lot of tournaments during the summer i tried they they ran practices at sexton a couple at okimas high school it's like not far from where sexton is at it's probably like 20 minutes away uh, so I, I, I just, I, I just try to be on the mat. I try to be on the mat as much as possible. Probably like three, four times a week during the summer. And I, I worked out probably, yeah, I ran a lot. I lifted a lot. I just, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it was a lot of hours, right? Just a lot of hours. Was it like all stuff on your own, or were these like team things? Well, I mean, we it was a practice, you know. So I had coaches that asked questions, you know. So those that helped a lot, you know, during summer. 
doing those. We went to a couple of freestyle tournaments. Uh, no, actually one freestyle tournament and then did a Ludington Beach tournament. I remember that summer. Yeah, it was like a tournament out on the grass, put mats down right by the beach, a Ludington Beach in Michigan. So it's pretty okay. cool. Yeah, so. That sounds and then sweet. I went to, yeah, and I went to a freestyle state tournament in uh, Michigan. So I just tried wrestling a lot. That's 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 what it was. Because I, I felt like I needed to catch up. <laughs> so, yeah. So then, like, going into your senior year, um, how did you feel about, like, how the year would go? My senior year? Yeah. Uh... I mean, that's, I think, I'm trying to remember how I thought at that time, but I, I feel like, I feel like, because uh, I, I actually went to a, a camp my, uh, the summer before my senior year called a state champ camp. It was okay. in Lansing Eastern. Uh, Kevin Jackson was actually there, and that's where Kevin Jackson went to high school. Oh. Lansing Eastern. That was like, it's like 15 minutes away from my high school. That's sweet. So, yeah, so he was there, and he uh, he brought along. I don't know if he brought along, uh, but Matt Valenti. I don't know if you know who that is. He okay. was he was a national champ for, uh, I believe, uh, U Penn, okay. uh, a long time ago. Uh, so he was there. I think that was the year he won, actually. Oh, yeah, I think he was maybe two years or a year before. Uh, that's so yeah, cool. I got to roll around with him, and I got to roll around. There's a lot of state champs at that at that camp. There's a lot of tough guys, right? And I held my own, right? So yeah, I think I think I was excited, right, to see what I would do uh, in my senior year. But yeah. So then your senior year, you have good amount of confidence, like you just explained, and you beat a guy named Craig Eifert who was a two-time state champ, I guess, like, what was it like going into that match and how did it make you feel after beating him? I mean, Craig Eifert was, uh, he, he was, he was, uh, he was good. He was good. Uh, he was, a uh, he, uh, he was very technical. And like I said, when I was in high school, I, uh, I was very, strong i was very physical right and that's and that's what happened in the match and uh i mean i i felt i felt great after i i beat him you know uh but beforehand i mean i always had this mindset i mean just doesn't matter who's in front of you right because my coaches always told me that right because everyone's scared right so I mean, I, I believed in my coaches, so I just <laughs> went out and did it, and luckily I won. So, and then from then, that's that's when things turned around. I th I believe. So I had a lot of confidence after that. But, yeah, yeah. He actually I actually wrestled him again in the conference finals, and he beat me. It was a close one, but he beat me. Okay. He was he was good. He was good. And uh, before that, actually, there's a funny story. Uh, my very first tournament, my junior year. Uh, no, not, yeah, very first tournament. It was at Lansing Eastern again. Uh, 
I, I hate it losing. That's me. I, I hate losing that at anything. Like sometimes it's, 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 it's really bad. Right. <laughs> I mean, if I don't care for it, then it's whatever. But if I do care for it, I hate losing. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, I care for wrestling, right? Because I was putting in a lot of time, and uh, I went to that that tournament. What was it called? It was a Lansing Eastern, uh, and uh, I think I lost my first match. Yeah, it was close. It was very close. And then coach was telling me, "Oh man, you did. You know, just got to fix this and that." Man, I was like, "All right, okay, I'm done with this." I I would literally, I was like, "Nah, this is just ridiculous." So I walked out. And needless to say, we, we came in there with the bus, right? Like the school bus. So I walked out and uh, and I was like, All right, I'm leaving. I walked out the door and I saw it was snowing out. It's freezing. Like, All right, okay. I just finished this tournament. <laughs> so I went back in and uh, yeah, and I, I did better. You know, I, I, I think I won three matches after that and then but i i lost i think i think i lost out but yeah i mean it was it was good it was good so i think more of the story was i mean i mean i was this close from from not doing it right mm-hmm. kind of like my sophomore year i was this close from not i mean even doing wrestling so who knows how life would be yeah i don't know so. It's crazy how those little things make such an impact. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they made a big impact for you. Yeah. It's, I don't know where I'd be without wrestling, so I'm uh, grateful for it. So. so then your senior year, you take second at state. Um, did you wrestle that Craig Eifert um, at the state tournament? I, I he, was in, he was D2, and I was D1. Okay. Yeah, we're different divisions. So, okay. Yeah. He uh he actually I think he was a three time three timer. So he finished three timer. So Wow. Yeah. Uh my uh are you are you uh, asking about my senior year? Yeah. My senior year, the guy that I wrestled in the finals actually, uh what was his name? John John Hausman John John Hausman from yeah John Hausman that was his name uh, I believe I wrestled him in the finals of regionals uh, so two weeks before the state tournament and uh, <laughs> he teched me <laughs> yeah I got teched in probably I don't know first period it was some it was something like that I can't remember I got taken down and he just kept turning me and kept turning me and obviously I wasn't the best on, on bottom. So, uh, cause I, I was just still learning, you know, but yeah, I believe that after that we, uh, worked a lot on bottom and, uh, we fixed some things and it, it was this close, but we didn't get the, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't beat him in the finals. I lost by like one or so. Wow. So yeah, it was, it was a big, yeah, I'm, I, that was definitely one of the proudest thing that I've did in, in my competitive career in high school. I was just to avenge that gap, I guess. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that was cool. Oh, that's impressive. So, 
you have that match, which, like, you take second at state. You obviously feel really good about it, though, considering those circumstances and how far you came from your junior year. So, like, mm -hmm. where are you thinking in terms of college wrestling at that point? At that point, I'm just, like I said, I joined, I, I tried finding different sports, so I wanted to go to college, right? And I just, ever since we got here in, in the States, uh, I mean, I'm an adventurous person, right? And we never really, I mean, we didn't have the means, right, to like travel around and stuff. So, I mean, I, I always wanted to, to see different places. I just need, I just wanted, that's just, you know, uh, so I just decided I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to college. I don't know where, I don't know how, but I'm, I'm doing it somewhere, but I'm wrestling. Uh, so, uh, I actually, when you take uh top two at, at your state tournament, you can go to the senior nationals, uh, tournament. And luckily I took second at state. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. And I got the chance to go to, uh, Virginia beach for the senior national tournament. And, uh, yeah. Uh, with, uh, coach Becker, Ron Becker, uh, good man. So he's, uh, he's an old time coach at, at Lansing Sexton. He's won a couple of state tournament there as a, as a coach back in eighties. So it was good. Uh, so yeah, I, I actually went down there with him and uh, Coach Johnny Brown, that's that's his friend. So we took a road trip, and and uh, as soon as we got to the arena, the very first, because we were looking for a scale, the very first person that uh, we found, I think Coach asked him like, "Hey, where do you know where the scales are at?" And he's like, "Oh, it's right there." And and he saw, we saw his credentials and he's like, oh yeah, hey, oh yeah, I'm a recruiter, yeah, yeah. So he told him lacrosse and he came, he's like, oh yeah, I got a kid over here that that's looking to go to college. He's like, oh yeah, like, oh, okay, D3, okay, yeah, yeah. So I, I met him, uh, uh, his name was uh, uh, Billy Hubner. He's a, okay. He's up at, uh, I think he's still up at, uh, uh, it's a university in D3 university in uh, Iowa, Luther, Luther. He's up at Luther, I believe. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so I, he came up to me he was like, Oh yeah, I, I, uh, I coach at, I'm a recruiter for uh, UW lacrosse. So I, I looked at him and I looked at my coach while I was shaking his hands. And I was like, I turned back and I was like, I don't play lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I thought, he, I thought he meant like, you know, like the game lacrosse. That's what everyone says when I, like, yeah. when I told them I was going to lacrosse. They're like, I thought you wrestled. I'm like, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> See, annoying. I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so he's like, no, it's a wrestling wrestling team. That's just the, the name of the town. So, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So I exchanged contact. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's how I met. That was the very first person that I've met any the very first recruit that even spoke with me because obviously i i was still new to wrestling right so i didn't really get any recruits or anything like that knocking at my doors <laughs> that's a crazy story just like considering you ended up going there and having all the success that you did but yeah, crazy life's crazy <laughs> can't sometimes you just 
can't you can't explain it. It just things happen. You just accept it. So. So what did the next steps like look like from you meeting that recruiter to competing in a lacrosse singlet? Uh, well, when I came back uh, from the tournament, I uh, I was uh, looking into it a little bit. So I talked to my dad, and everyone was like, "Ah, yeah, I I don't know. You you sure you want to do that? You know." So I was like, "Ah, yeah, I, I do." I do want to, I just want to go. Cause like, like I said, like, I just wanted to, I wanted to get out of Lansing, you know? I mean, I love, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of where I came from, you know, but I just need it. You know, like the environment wasn't good. Right. So I, I just figured that I needed to get out of there. So, uh, so I, I told my dad and he was like, hey, are you sure? So just make sure if you go, you know, you can, I was like, no, nope, I'm not coming back. <laughs> so, so I pretty much I called a recruiter and I was like, yeah, I'm coming. So, just packed my bags and went. I just left. That was it. And because it was so late, right? There was I didn't really have time to come for a visit or anything like that. So I was just like, no, I'm going. That's it. Wow. So, yeah, it's crazy. Now that I'm thinking about it, like, man, what were you doing? <laughs> Worked out though. Yeah, yeah. So what did, like, you didn't, like, meet Malachek or any of the coaches yet then? Nope, nope. So what did you think of them, like, right away? What, Coach Malachek? Yeah. Yeah, Coach Malachek, he's, uh, he, he's he's a leader, right? He's, he, he can, he can, uh, if he tells you to get underneath the water and stay on it for five minutes, you probably do it. <laughs> yep. Right? It's almost like a sergeant, you know? But he's, he's a good guy. Uh, he, uh, he had, I mean, he, the, some of the things that he says, you know, before you go out there on a match, I mean, it, it makes you, it makes you, it inspires you, right? You're like, oh man, I want to rip this guy's head off, right? Like when I go, my opponent, right? So he, he was, he was, he, he's good. He's good at what he does. You know, he's, he's, yeah. He's great. He's one of the greats. So, the coaches. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of other coaches, you know. Uh, like I said, uh, Coach Derek Fosang. Uh, there was also, uh, I don't want to jump jump ahead here, but there was also uh, Ryan Allen. I don't know if you know who that is. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a three-time, three-timer over there. Uh, I remember my when I was on lacrosse, uh, uh, the f- couple of very first couple of tournaments that I did with lacrosse, he, he was always like, it's almost like he saw something in me that I, I didn't even notice yet. Right. He was all, the way he, the way he spoke to me, like, Oh man, this is, yeah. Like, it's almost like, yeah, this, you got this, like, I'm not even worried. Right. So it was almost like, Oh, well, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'd do it. I mean, because he was the way he was communicating with me, it was almost like, "Oh yeah, it's supposed to happen. I'm supposed to beat this guy." Yeah. So yeah, so that was that was cool. Uh, so that like built your confidence too. Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. Something oh yeah. Like that. Oh yeah. Uh, who else was there at the time? Josh Chelf was there at the time. Very nice guy. Uh, 
he's a two timer. Uh, I think I came the year that the year after he graduated, I believe. Like, I think he was kind of helping out. Uh, who else was there? Yeah, no, that was that was it. Oh yeah, Tony Gannis was there too. He helped out a lot. I didn't really get to work with him a lot because obviously when I got there, I had to go to a technical college because that's what the recruiter told me that that would be happening. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go there for a semester and then uh, transfer into lacrosse. So that, and that's what happened. So did you transfer there like at second semester? Second semester I did. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Nice. So how did those like, what was it like just like your first month or two training with the team and competing and stuff like after i transferred in yeah like just like high school versus college uh i i, I can't remember exactly when uh i can't exactly i can't remember exactly when with uh because the very first practice that i did in lacrosse actually i don't know if it was a preseason practice because everyone could could come to it I don't know if it was a very first, I, I can't remember exactly, but it was a very first practice of lacrosse. And, and I don't know if you remember the, the, the old uh, wrestling room. I don't know. Were you there? Yeah. when? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so you, so you got, so you're in there when the, they had the transition between the old and the new. Yeah. Oh, I man. had one year in there. So man, you're lucky. You're a lucky guy. <laughs> so hot. So small. Yeah. Seems like every time when you go, things get better, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh but uh yeah, so I, I, I got in there the very first practice. Uh I can I can remember this like it was yesterday. Cause obviously you're nervous, right? Uh so I get in there and uh Coach Malchek's talking before the practice and there's a lot of people, you know, preseason, there's a lot more guys on the I mean was it pre no, I think it was Actual first day of practice, I can't remember. I can't remember exactly. If it was preseason or first day of practice, but uh, it was so hot in there. It, it felt like it was so so much more hotter because I was so nervous, you know. Uh, and man, I I got my butt whooped bad. I, I'm gonna tell you what my butt too. It was uh Justin Garcia. Okay. You know what that is? I don't. Yeah, Justin Garcia from Wisconsin. He, uh, yeah, I, I was just so nervous that I was just, you know, like, you know how it is. Like, you feel like you have nothing in you, right? Like, it was, it, it was, it was bad. It was bad. I, I got, I got, I got ridden out a lot. That's, that's what happened. So I was, it was, I think it was a 10 minute go and I was just on bottom the whole time. So, I feel like that, that has to happen <laughs> to pretty much every freshman. Yeah. It's, well, it was, he was, he was a freshman too. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's, there's no excuse to that. <laughs> well, I was just thinking if it happened to you, it, it validates it for me. So yeah, it happens. So yeah, that's a, that's a fun first experience. And yeah, it is like when you walk into a totally new team with, you know, 30 new guys and new coaches, it is like kind of nerve wracking experience. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was just, I mean, you make it more ner- you you make it more than what it is, right? Yeah. It really isn't. What is it, right? It's just, just it's you and someone else, right? So yeah, yeah I think I I made a lot. Yeah, I, I got in my head there, but he he 
handed it to me. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that was my first practice. And when I, I was walking back, I was biking back, I was like, man, this cannot happen again. I remember, I remember that was like my thought, like my, I remember my thought was like, man, this, this is ridiculous. Like, this is no, this is, this can't happen. Like, I, I, I remember thinking that over and over and over, like, this cannot happen again. That's it. This can't, this can't. So I had to get better. Right. So yeah, that's, that was my first experience in the lacrosse room. How did those first couple tournaments and competitions go for you your freshman year? Uh, man, I got sorry, man. I got short memory. I it's, I I think we went to uh, we went to a tournament in man, what was it? Like the Wheaton one? No, can't remember. I think I think one of the oh man what was it? It was a tournament that a lot of uh, like the Wisconsin Badgers went to. Okay. Uh, a lot of other D three schools went to. I mean, some Iowa State uh, schools went to it. What well, What's the very first tournament you guys went to uh, when you when you were there? Like in um, second semester. First semester. First semester. Um. Luther Open? Luther Open. Or Augie? No. That's I'm not sure what it is. But... Okay. Yeah. Do you remember but... like how it went though? Uh I believe I went three and two. I think. I think I went three and two. Yeah. Tell the truth, I can't remember. <laughs> no, that's all good. I can't, I can't remember. So, but it was, I remember Josh Shelf was there, uh, coaching. I remember he, he had a, his wife was very energetic. I remember she was, they were always cheering on the wrestlers and, uh, man, I cannot remember what tournament that was. Yeah. But yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't place. I didn't, I didn't win the tournament. I didn't. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. It was so tough stuff. Was this like when you were going to Western and you just like went to an open? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. You said my very first tournament, right? No. In, yeah, I did. But I was college. like, I saw your record was seven and two your freshman year. So I was like, oh, in the fall or what? Oh, but yeah, that, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, my very first tournament was lacrosse was actually the WIAC tournament. Okay. Yeah, that was the WIAC tournament. Because I joined so late, like it was more like second part of the season. So uh, I did a lot a lot more duels. So Nice. And yeah, then you took actually. second there, which is pretty mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So did you like improve a ton that year, just like throughout the season? Uh. That season, yeah, it was a lot of a lot of learning, a lot of, you know, figuring out, you know, like what 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 works for me, right? So and like I said, that was that was like my third year wrestling, so I, I it was I was just so I was still like soaking up everything, right? I was still trying to learn different things, you know. So yeah, 
That's crazy that it was your third yeah. year wrestling. Um, so then the next year is very successful for you. Um, what actions did you take like from the end of your freshman season to the beginning of your sophomore year to just make the improvements you did? Well, going back to my freshman season, uh, that at the WIAC tournament, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, uh, back in the days, it was more of a, uh, you had to win the WIAC to go to a national tournament. Okay. And then after, and then only the, yeah, I think it was the first, the, the number one place, and then they have bids. So the coaches get together and bid, like, oh, who's going to go? Like, who, oh, he did this, or he can, he can probably do good in, at, at, at nationals because he probably beat this guy during the season, right? I, I don't know how they did it. Uh, but uh, so I actually, I, I went ahead. I was supposed to beat this guy. I mean, I was supposed to wrestle this guy uh, from, what was it, Stevens Point? That's who I had in the finals in my freshman year. So, yeah, I wrestled him and I lost. It was a pretty close match. And uh, and I didn't, I didn't get the bid. I didn't get the bid, but they gave it to they gave it to some guy that took fourth at a different weight class and they didn't actually get this. They didn't, they didn't give it to the guy that took third in his weight class, but they gave it to, to him because his, his, their program were, was getting dropped. So that's, oh. yeah. See the, some politics there. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, man, it, it, that one hurt bad. It, yeah, it did. So I, yeah, it, it hurt bad. So, so after that was over, I those the guys that were going to nationals, I was still getting in there, kind of like I was still training, like I was going right. Yeah. And yeah, I still worked out with the guys, and I was helping them when I how I could. And uh, yeah, that's. And then I during the summer actually, uh, I. Uh, I came back to uh, Lansing for for a month or so, and I don't know if you know who Franklin Gomez is. Yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, so he uh, he was at a MSU national champ actually that year, and uh, so when I came back, I believe it was that year. Yeah, it was. So when I came back, I got the opportunity to wrestle with him. So I went in into the room and I wrestled him and his coach and. Uh, Tony Jones as well. Uh, yeah, that, that definitely, yeah. So after wrestling them, that gave me a lot of confidence. So what was that experience like? It was great. It was great. Uh, it just, it just kind of reinforced that I was, I was doing, I was in the right path. Right. I was, I mean, I was. I was going head to head with him, you know, for being someone that just won D ones, you know? Uh, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was cool. I, I couldn't believe it. I, you know, it was almost like I, I was shocked. Right. Right. And I was shocked. I, I, I almost shocked myself. Right. So that, that, I think that's, that's what really changed my mindset, I guess. So, yeah. yeah. That's understandable, and he was a world sil- silver medalist the following year. 
Yeah, the following year after that. Yep. No, two years after that. Okay. I think he came back his senior year and he lost, I believe. That's he crazy. Year. Yeah, so, yep. Yeah, it's a nice guy. Franklin is a nice guy. He he helped me out. I mean, he doesn't know it, you know, obviously, but and he's helped me out a ton with my, uh, the, the way I think, right? The way I, uh, just, just the trajectory of my, my wrestling career just changed from that practice, those practices. Cause I, I probably wrestled them for like a week going in there a couple of times, like I think three, three days or so that week. Yeah. So it was great. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. So then is that like the main thing that you'd credit just like the jump you made from your freshman to sophomore year? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, and, and a lot of, I mean, there's a lot more guys, right? It's not just one person. So there's, there's a lot of guys that, that helped me out. So, What were, like, your routines during the summer like? Like, were you getting tons of morning workouts in and stuff? Uh, Yeah. I mean, during the summer, when I was in lacrosse, I would, uh, one, either if I got up early enough, I would go go for a run. If not, then I would definitely go back. I I never missed. There's no way I would miss, right? I, I always told myself I won't stay in lacrosse if I'm not during the summer, if I'm not if I'm not gonna work out. Like it's that defeats the purpose. That was a, that's the whole point to stay. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so every time every day after work I'd I'd go for a run, either bluff run or as I try to get as much wrestling as I can. So I try to drag some guys in there. I mean, if they can't, I'll go lift. If they can, I'll go wrestle. So I'll just do what I can, right? So So you have a wildly successful season, and then you're going into the national tournament, and you break your foot either right before or after. Is that it right? was in between it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was, like during the tournament? During the tournament. It's crazy. I, I, yeah. I I don't even know. I don't know what happened. Uh, but I, uh, it was the very first match, uh, my sophomore year, uh, at nationals, very first match at nationals. So I, uh, I don't know what happened. Either I took a shot or I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened. I, I can't explain it. And, and while I was taking them down, my foot kind of twisted and it, I don't know what happened. And I like slapped a half and he was pinned. Yeah. Yeah. He like got pinned. I don't know if the match could have been different after if that sequence got done and I didn't finish him. Who knows? Right. And it was like when he was getting pinned and, and I woke up and just limping. I couldn't, I couldn't. Yeah. So, uh, man i was freaking out <laughs> i was like uh so they gave me a bunch of ibuprofen and wrapped it up and everyone was just i remember uh coach magic was like oh you're fine you know like you know and then you know how you know how he does it how he communicates and you're like yep i, I am fine yeah maybe i am you know and uh even matt mossath was my teammate there i don't know if you know who that is mm-hmm. yeah he uh yeah, he'd be like, yeah, you're, you're fine, you're fine, you know. And 
everyone around me kept saying it. So I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I am. So I, so I wrapped it up. It, it hurt bad. Uh, so Was that your opening up. match? My very first match. Oh, God. Yeah. So I wrapped it up, and and somehow, so I kept, like, kind of limping, you know, you know, because it was the ibuprofen was kicking in. So I was, you know, I was fine. And now, nah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, tell the truth, I don't know. I don't, I can't explain that one. So <laughs> I can't. So. But but I know after the tournament, I was on crutches, though, for like a good, probably three weeks. So, yeah. So you, so you go on to win the national tournament with like, a broken foot pretty much yeah i yeah it was weird i i yeah i have no answer to that <laughs> yeah. were you even like thinking about the foot at all or did you, you just can't you can't away? if yeah you have to you have to because if you don't then that's it your whole season's over so yeah wow. i had to i had to take yeah I had to think about the match or what I was going to do, right? Instead of, because if I thought about that, man, you know how it is. Your imagination. <laughs> you might feel more pain than, you, than it is even there, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, what were those yeah. first feelings like after you, like, literally won the national tournament with, like, a broken yeah. foot? It was great. It didn't hurt at the time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was, it was great. You know, I felt, I felt good. I felt like all the work that I did over the past year or even two years, you know, actually got something out of it. So, yeah. Wow. Good stuff. And then, um, the next year you got a record of 27 and two and win the national tournament again pretty pretty good stuff um sorry we're getting kind of long so i don't want to like skip over stuff but you, nah, you had a lot fine. of success so it's hard to talk about it all yeah. but um yeah i i have down oh. here that you attribute a lot of your success to wrestling cook in the living room oh yeah <laughs> no <laughs> yeah well i mean it's it's i mean like i said there's a lot of people that help me right there's a there's a lot there's a ton of people I can't sit here and go, hey this guy did this and this guy did that I had a lot of teammates you know, wrestled a lot with Matt Mosseth, Albie a lot like, with Albie literally a lot because I was he was 25 I was, I was 133 yeah uh, and uh, Bobby Dorn you know there's there's tons of other people that helped me out you know a lot of partners obviously you can't you can't do anything by yourself right. So, yeah, and uh, Coach Coach uh, Fosang helped me out a great ton, right? Because coming in, pulling me to, to to come in in the morning and drilling before he went to work, you know, that's yeah. I'm not a morning guy, you know, so I respect that. <laughs> you you got a lot of morning workouts in though, didn't you? Like when oh, you're yeah. competing, oh yeah, oh yeah, because you have yep. to, I guess. Yep, yep. Before before. Uh, uh, classes so yeah good stuff mm -hmm. i th there's one thing too that i wanted to say since we're in my sophomore year because i because i wrestled my freshman sophomore year at, at 133 uh i quite remember 
my uh, yeah my sophomore year before even winning the tournament. And I think I, I, me that's my explanation for why I my foot got messed up at nationals. This is what I think, right? Uh, it was a lot of like, I cut a lot of weight, you know. Okay. So I, I got to a point where uh, I was uh, sitting in the in the locker room, I sat in the locker room one day, like before I had to cut weight for a tournament. And I was just like, man, I can't, I can't, I like things are closing out, you know, cause I, I was like, I can't do this anymore. You know, this is, yeah, I, I, I hate it wrestling. Right. Cause I quite remember guys would always like, you can ask any of my teammates every time when they would ask me about my weight and I would just glare at them like, Hey, that, that's my business. That's none of your business, right? It was. I mean, it got it, it. It got to be bad, right? Because of cutting weight and and always moody and you know it, it was bad. How much weight so, were you cutting at this time? Uh, I think I was my normal weight. I mean, I've always been around there. Uh, then was probably fifty five when I was in. Yeah, so at 40, so wrestling 41. Yeah, I didn't have a lot of fat. Yeah, you know? you're a pretty just, cut dude. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, it sucked. It, it definitely did. So I, uh, yeah, pretty much I, I came up to the office the next day after that night and I told Malachek, like, I, I can't do this. Like, I almost thought about like quitting and I was like, no, like, what are, what are you doing? You know, like, and I was just like, no, I'm going up. I'm I'm going up to 41. This is like my sophomore year, and I was like, "Yeah, I want to I, I want to go up. I I can't I can't do this anymore, you know." And uh, and yeah, I mean he he we talked it out, and he uh, he told me like, "Okay, how about you make weight such and such tournaments, right? Like the Pete Wilson." YAC tournament and like a, I think it was a duel or something and yeah I mean it was around right around January yeah I think that, yeah so yeah I mean I'm glad that happened because that that was uh that was it was some dark times I'll tell you that <laughs> so after that, that though like fun. things with your weight got better what do you mean like after like the talk yeah yeah no it, i mean it got better because i didn't have to make weight every week right i didn't have to make weight back to back to back right yeah so that that helped a lot right so i can kind of plan okay so i got how many such and such days to get down there right instead yeah. of always cutting and always cutting and always cutting and just not i used to go to class and just like look at people and like they would take a sip of a drink or something just and just like, like slowly oh put it back. And I was like, what are you? you know, yeah, it, it, it got bad. Trust me. Yeah. You, you should ask my, my old teammates. Yeah. They, they'll tell you. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> I'll have to do that. I'm looking yeah, forward it was to bad. it. Yeah. So it's always moody. Yeah. It was not good. <laughs> I'm sure you, I, you've cut a lot more weight than I have, but like I've done, sometimes just like cutting like i don't know 10 pounds like three weeks in a row like that just takes it out of you and 
makes you forget why you like wrestling. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I was in that. I was at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I bet. So then, your senior year, you have a very successful year. You win a third WIAC title at 141, um, and then you make it to the national finals and lose a super close one. I think it's like mm-hmm. nine to eleven. I, I don't know yeah sure what was i guess just like what were your thoughts on that like going into the tournament how confident were you and stuff and i mean i mean i was prepared you know so i mean it just didn't happen uh i mean he he had a game plan and it worked it was it was you know much respect to that you know uh i think i think it kind of exposed some of the things that I needed to focus more on, you know. So, I mean, the thing is, he he uh, he was a he was a big forty-one pounder. Uh, so I've never I never wrestled him before. Uh, so I mean, yeah, I mean it it happened, you know. Like this, I think the best thing that that even happened from that was like, okay, yeah, I know now that I want to keep wrestling. So yeah. So thank you for you know, but for the guy. So yeah, I can't remember his name. He's he is from Wartburg though. Oh, okay. can't remember his name. So the Wartburg guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there still like a? <laughs> um, they're I don't know. They're they're really good now. So yeah, them in Augsburg. Um, lacrosse is getting there. I'll just say yeah. that. Oh, get we'll, back up there. We'll get there for sure. So, yeah, but yeah, um. That's that's all I got for you. I appreciate you taking the time to come on and stuff. It was fun mm-hmm. getting to know you and um, yeah. hear the stories that I've heard about from everyone come to life. Definitely. So, Definitely. Yeah. So, all right, I appreciate you having me, man. Uh, love what you're doing here with the sport. So, Yeah, I appreciate it. And, oh, yeah, I think you forgot uh, the the Egypt. Oh, yeah. So... I asked you some things that like were crazy in your life, and you just said Egypt, so I'd love to hear about that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm kind of I was kind of scrolling here when you're, so I, I don't miss anything. Oh, but uh, I remember when I was at, at Minnesota, actually, I uh, I uh, I was still trying to like get in contact with the Cameroon team to like uh, to wrestle. Uh, so I'm I'm thankful for the storm because they they helped me out a lot uh so the very first time that i i got a hold of them and they said got in contact with them i had i have some family still in, in cameroon so they got a hold of uh the the president of the uh, cameroon wrestling federation so i i got his number so i talked to him and he said that uh yeah actually uh there's a tournament, the African Championships, over in uh, in Egypt, and and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So at the time, I was waiting for my for my passport to get there, to get back to me, because I, I just applied for another one, because you gotta renew it, and uh, and the tournament was like on a weekend, so I kept telling them like, hey, I'm still waiting on my stuff. And they're like, oh, you should show up. You should show up. We'll be there. And uh, so I don't know. I think it was like 
that Monday. I think it was that was it that Monday? I think I know it was that that week. That Monday, my passport showed up. <laughs> and and so I called him and I was like, hey, I got my passport. Am I still, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, just, you know, just get there and uh I'll be waiting for you on the air uh at the airport. And I was like, okay, perfect. So you know, I don't know if you do any international travel or not, but you have to get a visa to okay. get out of the country to go to the destination that you're going to. So I didn't do that because obviously everything was so last minute. So uh, I uh, I actually took a flight. Like Storm actually helped me pay for a flight uh, from Chicago. Uh, from, so I took from Chicago to Alexandria. That's what the turn. That's where the tournament was going to be. Alexandria in Egypt. Okay. Yeah, so so I got in, got on the flight. Uh, I actually met my dad over uh, at the airport in uh, Chicago, and uh, so I got it out, and I I was waiting in front of the the line. And as soon as I got there to uh, talking to the person, and they told me, "Hey, you can't Egypt. You need you need a, a visa to get there." And I was like, oh, well, I told him about the situation. Like, hey, this is a wrestling tournament. You know, I'm meeting coaches over there. I, I, he's like, hey, you're going there at your own risk because I don't know. I, I don't, I should have listened to him <laughs> at the time. But he's like, no, like, okay, if, if you're sure, go ahead. So I was like, okay. So I, he put me, in, put me in a plane. So luckily, before I left, I, I wrote down, uh, the name of the uh, the person that was in charge of the tournament. I wrote down uh, the name of, uh, uh, I mean, the coach's name, like the his phone number, uh, everyone that's important relating to the tournament. So, so I get in a flight, and then travel. That was like my first time out since I came back, came to the U.S. So, uh, so I got there, it was probably like 3 a.m. in the morning or so, uh, over there. And, uh, so I didn't think about all this, like, oh, having like an international, like sell, you know, sell like uh, oh, yeah. a plan or something like that. I didn't think about that. Right. Because everything happened so fast. And, uh, so I get to the. It's a, so we get to the airport and this person uh, is telling me that, hey, you got to have a visa to get in. So I almost didn't even get into the country. So I somehow, I don't know, you know, I somehow convinced them that, hey, my coach is waiting for me outside. Like, and here's, he's like, okay, if you're sure, go ahead. So I went ahead and he was like, make sure you call me when you get there. So he, I grabbed his number wrote it down and then when i once i got out i was looking for my baggage i mean i mean the security i mean <laughs> it, was, it wasn't good so <laughs> it's just it was just kind of like turning around and people were like there was no like uh like people were there with like uh i don't even know what you call it like batons i don't know the security guards just kind of like they like unzip your bag and kind of like pull it left, pull it right. Okay. So it wasn't really any like, you know, detailed security, yeah. you know? So, so I got, I got my bag. 
So I'm kind of rushing out. So it's about like 3.30 in the morning at this time. So I go out. So I'm like looking around. I'm trying to call. Nothing. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, my phone doesn't work. So so I go downstairs. So I took my I took my bag. And, you know, like on a bag, it says, like, where you're from, right? Like, uh, so I, I took my bag. So I'm looking outside. And it's dark. out. I'm like, I don't want to go there. Because, you know. So I was like, let me just go, just go take a peek outside and make sure that maybe the coach is out there. So I walk out and then (laughs) this is what happened. Literally, as soon as I walk out, it was dark out. Everyone just like went like this and like looked at me. Right. And, uh, and looked at my bag. So I think someone noticed that, uh, I was from the United States. So and then I felt that. So I was like, all right, I'm going back in. This is not, this can't be safe, right? So I went back in. So sitting there looking around, uh, trying to find someone that can uh, speak English. Uh, and then I found this this woman, luckily. And I told her, hey, like, from the United States, I was meeting my team here. Uh, they were, uh, were going to a wrestling tournament. And she was like, oh, do you have the, the numbers for the, you know, I was like, okay. So I gave it all to her. She called this guy that ran the tournament. And luckily he was, uh, he was up. <laughs> it was like 3.30, almost 4 a.m. And he answered and the hotel was actually Hotel Tulip. And she was like, okay, well, I know where you're going. So she said, go change your money, your dollars into pounds because they use pounds over there. Uh, and so... I was like, okay, thanks. I appreciate it. You know, like kind of like just excited, you know, that, that someone can actually hear me speak yeah. and, you know, and so <laughs> I go over there. Scary. Yeah. So I, so I go over there to, uh, to change the, the currency exchange area. And this whole time I didn't know that someone was listening to our conversation. Right. Okay. So, uh, so I, I, I get to the, the place and I change my money. And now as I'm walking back to the lady, uh, uh, she, someone taps me, hey, Hotel Tulip, I'm your limo driver. So I was like, oh, wow, that was fast. So I was like, I, I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go say, tell thanks to that girl. I was like, no, Hotel Tulip, I'm your limo driver, let's go. So I'm like following them, and I'm almost walking out. And I was like, ah, something tells me to go say thanks to that lady. Yeah. So I went back. And I was like, hey, thanks. Thanks for everything. And I uh, appreciate it. So she was like, yeah, there goes your limo driver. And it was someone else. And I turned around. The guy was gone. The guy that, that was telling me he was my limo driver. He was oh, gone. God. Yeah. So that was like red flag right away. So it was like pretty sketchy. Yeah, it was sketchy. Uh, uh, so this is like at 4 a.m. in the morning now. So... uh so I get I, I get the money to this older man and he rips out my ticket and he uh, he gives it to me. He's at Hotel Tulip uh, around the corner. So Mohammed. So so I I went with the guy. The limo driver took my bags. We walked outside. It wasn't a limo. It was just a car called a limo. So uh, we walked outside and I was like, Hey, uh, so I'm trying to make conversations. As soon as we get in the car, I'm trying to make conversations with the guy. And uh, he's like, oh, 
I don't speak English, you know, so I was like, okay. So you, you guys speak, what do you, so I'm just trying to make conversations, right? What do you guys speak here? And before we even get there, before we get in the car and I'm looking outside, the, the airport looked like it was bombed. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's why I started trying to make conversations, right? Because you're like, what's going know. on? Yeah. So, uh, uh, so we go probably like 10 minutes goes by. And I was like, because this guy and this lady told me Hotel Tula was going to be around the corner. So I thought it was pretty close. So like 10 minutes goes by. Nothing. So I, I turn around. I, hey, how, 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 long do we, how long do we got? And he's like, oh, around the corner. So like, okay. So I, I, so every, it was so dark out. It was dark to see. And uh, I, I kept seeing like, you know, those army trucks with like tarps in the back. I kept seeing a bunch of them. It was kind of lit up. It was weird. I don't know. I'm never, uh, it, was, it was lit up. Like some were green, some were red. I don't know. Uh, so we kept driving like another 10 minutes. And I was like, okay, well, this guy told me it was around the corner and uh, nothing. So I, I like say, hey, like, how far? How far is it? Uh, around the corner. So uh, can you imagine what I'm like thinking no, right now? I can't. So, uh, so I was like, okay. Uh, so I, I, I wait like another five minutes go by. And we see and, and I'm not, <laughs> I don't know, over there, I don't know if there's a speed limit or not, but he was going like 120 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine like here, like we go like 75 and, or 80 yeah. is, oh, you're, you're speeding, right? Or like 90. When he's going 120 miles an hour. So I'm just, you know, kind of looking around and it was dark out. And we see this tarp. Uh, we see this army truck with the tarp in the back, right? Like covering the back. And he's like weaving and diving and just going left and right. And all of a sudden it was so windy and like the tarp like flew off from one side to the other, right? And just kind of like exposed uh, like the, the back. Guess what I saw on the back of it? I don't know if I want to know. It's a bunch of people tied up. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine what I'm thinking? Yeah, it was bad. So, so, I, uh, so I tapped him, and I was like, what is that? He, he pretended like he didn't, he didn't feel me, right? So I tapped him again, like harder. And he turned around and looked at me, and I, I was like, what is that? And like he looked at, he looked at it, looked at me, smiled, and like went past it and drove past faster. All right, so this, so, I, I mean, I don't know how many times you've had in your life that you think like you were dead, like that, that was it. That, that was it for me, right? That was the scariest thing for me, like in my life. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm thinking of things, you know, like I was thinking of things, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say this on camera, but yeah, I was just thinking of things to protect myself, right? Yeah. I was just, I was just like, yeah, not. I, I mean, it's gonna have to be a bunch of them out here to, you know. Uh, so another five minutes go by, and uh, we start seeing a city, 
and it started getting light out. And I was like, okay, well, not everyone here wants to kill me. So if anything, I can, you know, run. Uh, so he passed, he, he looks at me, he t- taps me, he's like, there goes a the Red Sea. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I just keep looking at him. And then we, uh, we get to the city and then he, tell, he t- turns around, I was like, what's up, Tulip? Around the corner. So another two minutes go by and then we get to the place that we're supposed to get to and keep parked. And as soon as I stepped out, I was like, I, I, I pretty much took half of the money that I changed and put it in his hands. And I was like, hey, if I need a, a limo driver, I'm calling you. So I got his number. And yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah. Oh that was interesting. God. Yeah, I know. That's crazy. That was, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I couldn't so, either. Yeah. Did he like say anything else after that? Didn't say just... anything. Nope. Nothing. I mean, a language barrier, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was just, yeah. So do you think like he was like affiliated with those people or he just kind of, I don't know what he was. And... Yeah. I, 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 th- I think he, I don't know. I think he did. I'm not sure, but Hey, I'm glad it's not me. So cause yeah. that was, that was, uh, that's, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. And I uh, came to find out uh, when I got back was uh, that the you know how the Islam is uh, like two different sides, right? Mm-hmm. I guess they're at war with each other over there, and I didn't know that before I uh, I went went over. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. So, That's so before crazy. You, before you, before you do travel anywhere, make you do your homework. <laughs> Moral of the story. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Wow. I was asking myself, like, man, what, what, what? I'm gonna get killed over wrestling? You know, that's that's what I was thinking. You know, like, yeah, it's it's crazy. And that's it for today, man. What a story! Thank you guys for tuning in, and shout out to Bebeto for taking the time to record the podcast. Also, if you like the show, as always, please give me some feedback on the Madawares Instagram or Twitter. Even if you just want to say hi, I'd love to connect with more of you guys. I know a lot of you guys are listening, so that would be awesome. Also, as always, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts so more people can watch the show and hopefully enjoy it. Um, Also, I want to say that just if you're listening to the podcast on a podcasting app, it's also on YouTube if you like the video format for these kinds of interviews. So go check that out. Anyways, thanks again for tuning in and have a great rest of your week.